Welcome back to Unfiltered Sisters podcast. Uh, it's not Sunday for them. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. <laughs> oh my gosh. We are going to have another little spooky episode today, but this time it's going to be spooky. A little darker. Spook- <laughs> <laughs> spooky stories, but we'll get into that in a little bit. I, I had to take... What? Go ahead. No, go ahead. I had, to, I had to take one of them off my list because I was like, this is too dark. Because it was like a true story. I said, this making me tear up trying to write it down. So I said, I'm not going to do that one. When I was on Reddit looking up stories, there were a few. I was reading these stories late at night and Eli was in the other room. So I was in the living room all by myself. And we don't have blinds yet. We have curtains, but the curtains were open. So like I had direct eyesight into the outside world of darkness, right? And I'm reading some of these stories and I literally got chills and I immediately refused to move. I told Eli he needed to close the curtains. Like <laughs> That's how I am because I listen to true crime podcasts a lot. So like as soon as I like leave my room, I automatically feel unsafe. So like in the basement, I'll be like turning the lights on, even though like the stairs are right next to my room. Yeah. So it's literally for no reason. And I'm just kind of like, mom. Where are you at? <laughs> it's always like that. When I'm here alone, when mom and Steve are both at work, I'm always like, now Zeus, you would alert me, right? You would alert me, right? <laughs> Ain't nobody get in this house. Them, them three little puppers I got, ooh, they'd take them out. Zeus is scary, but he's also, he can be a scaredy cat. <laughs> like today I came in. And, like, he always barks when the door opens, but he's not the quickest to hear it. So today, I got in when I got home from work, and I hid behind the fridge. And I waited for him to come to the kitchen to scope out who it was. And I jumped out. It scared his ass. He literally slid on the floor trying to turn around. Look, if I, was I, like, if I make sudden movements, Cardi and Roy will both freak the fuck out. They'll be like, <gasps> and, like, do, like, their nails will skid against the floor and, like... <laughs> That's what happened. I was like, now, how are you supposed to be a guard dog? Because all I did was jump out from the fridge and he took off running to mom. I said, bruh. I can't. This is how I know you would fail me if it was just me and you. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm just like, if I have blinds, like, nobody can get in here. They just can't. You break the window, you're going to get caught in the blinds. So <laughs> that's like my solution. <laughs> that's wild. Speaking of dogs, here we go again. Y'all are probably tired of shit as shit of me talking about this, but man, we were doing so good. Me and Rory bonding, no barking at night. But of course, last night, whoo, so bad I slept in the other room. I literally, I got three hours of sleep last night and then had to come into work today. Awful. And it hit me like a truck on the way home today, like all the tiredness. Yeah. Girlfriend, when I tell you I had to stop my drive home a half hour in at a gas station and took an hour nap, I'm not kidding. Because the amount of times in the past like two weeks that I have fallen asleep while driving, you know, I've gotten so lucky so many times now, it's a miracle. Like the only thing that wakes me up is when my tires make that noise that I'm crossing the line. Bitch, you need to start blaring some music or going to bed earlier. I 
No, that's why I listen. I I lay down at the right time, but it's like as soon as I lay down, my mind's either racing or the dogs. Can you hear that? saying so i actually do go to bed at the right time but when oh my fuck rory shut up please so i actually do go to sleep on time but either my mind gets to racing because i think about all the things i gotta do or rory starts barking his head off and it's so annoying and last night i just gave up like after two hours of trying to fall asleep i literally screamed okay you fucking win i'm leaving <laughs> and so i <laughs> i charge my phone on my lamp the lamp has usb ports mm -hmm. and so i literally when i tell you i was a hobo moving out of my own goddamn bedroom i grabbed my lamp <laughs> and my phone and my blankie the lamp i went into the guest bedroom <laughs> it's like because eli is using his kennel as like a end table or a bedside table and he's got it like all the way up in there and so it was going to be too big of a hassle to rip that shit out of that spot and then move it into the living room it was just easier for me to grab my lamp and blanket and head out so, she said okay bye i swear to god i was pissed and then um of course lady and cardi came in there and slept with me too but i vaguely remember eli coming home because he works nights and so he came he came home at like midnight 12 30 whatever and i had only been asleep for a half hour like it was bad like i was literally four hours and counting until i had to wake up for work and he was like, what are you doing in here? And I was like, boy. And I guess it upset Eli that his own wife is sleeping in the guest bedroom on an air mattress. So all I heard a bunch of commotion, and but didn't really know what was going on. I fell back asleep. And then this morning, like, I hear a little bit of whining. And I'm like, so he's whining now? Like, is that <laughs> is that the new thing? And so I'm like trying i go into the bedroom to unlock the kennel or whatever to go take him to the bathroom and the kennel's not in there anymore and i'm like <laughs> so i hear whining and i go into the bedroom to unlock his kennel so that i can take him to go to the bathroom and the kennel's not there and so i was like okay and Eli had talked about once putting his kennel in our, we have a little room in the garage that's like completely insulated if, and it feels the same as it does in the house. So we didn't just like throw them in the garage, but um, we put his kennel in there and I was like, I wonder if that's where Eli put him. And that's what all the commotion was about last night. So I go into the garage, I open the little a door to that room and sure enough there's his kennel there he is and he's whining because <laughs> there's no windows that's the only room in the house that doesn't have windows so and it's the center of the house so it's harder for him to hear if there's any commotion going on outside and so 
sure enough, that's where he was. And, you know. Yeah, I was like, I've had it. Yeah, he really did. So, um, I don't know if that's going to be the permanent solution, but I, I don't know. I've never had a dog that barks this much. But Damn. I went to sleep early last night, but then was up at one. And I was just overthinking, like, random shit. Like, thing- things that, like, really didn't even matter, to be honest. But, like, all my thoughts, I could not go back to sleep. And then I finally did, and I woke up at 3. Even though I didn't go to sleep till like, 2.15. Yeah. And then I woke up at 3, and I was up until it was time for work. Because I was just sitting here this morning, like, tossing and turning, like, what the fuck? Damn. Yeah. So, that was great. <laughs> Something else that's great, which I don't know if you know about, the woman that plays in the new Little Mermaid movie, I think her name's Hallie. Holly Bailey. Holly Bailey. She's She announced that she is married in Preggers. Yeah. Wow. See, so I saw all the rumors. Paparazzi of her walking with her man, so she's got a big old belly. Yeah, but did she actually confirm? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But do you, do you know the drama about her man? Because I keep seeing all of the comments of the pregnancy announcement was like, are you possessed? No. Remember, my eye just does that. This I'm doing it on my own, but, like, I can always close this one without this one even flinching. Y'all, for those that are just listening to us and not watching, hey- <laughs> <laughs> Haley's closing one eye. Open and close, open and close, out of nowhere in the middle of me talking. Sorry. <laughs> Fucking possession. <laughs> thoughts are taking over like the annabelle doll like what so anyways in the comments of the pregnancy announcement they're all saying i can't believe she's having a baby with him and i don't know this guy well so so they're not having a baby with him right like i'm just i don't know what the deal is with him i don't recall her asking for people's opinion i mean period i'm just curious (laughs) um yeah i've seen a lot of stuff about him but I've also seen, like, him going out of his way for, like, making her breakfast and everything. I don't know. She seems happy, in my opinion. Which I is mean, why I'm just, like, people are going to talk. I mean, you only see what media shows you, so. Yeah. Very true. It I, just, I just thought you'd really like to hear that. I'm, yeah, I'm happy if she is. Period. Period. Little Mermaid <laughs> Baby. Oh my god, she should name her Ariel. (laughs) Hmm. Alright, one more thing, and then we'll get into the scary stories. I've talked to you a little bit about this. Britney Spears wrote a book called The Woman and Me. Oh, yeah. I pre-ordered it, so it should be here any day now. Because I'm very curious. (laughs) I ordered a jacket online. It should be here any day now. Well, for those that don't know, the only snippets that we know out of Britney Spears' book is that she apparently had an abortion at 19 with Justin Timberlake. 
because he did not want to be a father. She was perfectly fine keeping the baby, but Justin was like, hell no. I'm sorry. If that ever happens to me, I'm the mama and the daddy. <laughs> and then there's some other things like her hit song every time. It's like got babies in it in the music video and it's it's kind of like a lully, lullaby type song. And back then in the 2000s, everybody thought it was like a breakup song or a song about Justin Timberlake because I was a little too young to remember all the things, but like they had a pretty nasty breakup and he said some pretty bad things about her. And it kind of led to people thinking that she was crazy. So people are now saying now that she's like declared that she did in fact have an abortion, everybody's saying that her song every time wasn't about Timberlake. It's about her unborn baby and how badly she was struggling after having the abortion. Because, and since mm -hmm. nobody knew about it, she had to go through that alone. That is so sad. Yeah. And that was kind of like the start of the downfall because then it led to like all the drama with her husband and then like custody with her kids and then shaving her head. And she said that she shaved her head because from the age of 14, 15, men would look her up and down all the time because she was like starting to get famous or whatever. And yeah, the queen of pop and they would just look at her all the time. And eventually she just had enough. I mean, period. Because <laughs> I get annoyed when somebody stares too long as well. Yeah. So if anybody else is interested in this book, it's on Amazon. It comes out October 24th. Ooh! Yeah! Oh my god, maybe we should read it and then do like a review. I didn't buy the book. You should buy the book. Are you not going to be a Britney supporter? I'm a Britney supporter, but <laughs> I I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is. Celebrities to me, like, I see some tea and I'm like, ooh, but I don't go out of my way to know the tea. Does that make sense? I'm telling you, I might sound obsessed, but it's simply because of the podcast I listen to. They're all about society and culture. Like, that's the category, just like our podcast. And so I hear all these tidbits of information, and then it pops up on my feed. <laughs> and so... Yeah, but, that makes sense. I don't go into, like, deep dives. It just pops up. <laughs> my social media is full of, like, cooking videos and... Cooking. Yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> You're too cool for everybody. We get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man, oh man. All right. Are you ready for the scary stories? Yep. All right. Let's get into it. Well, I think we should start off. Do you have any of your own personal scary stories? No. Okay, well, when I was reading these stories on Reddit, there was a few that popped up in my brain. I have a lot from, like, the nursing home days of, like, creepy stuff I'd see from dementia patients. And, like, especially in the middle of the night, like, there was a, there was a few times, and I'm not the only one that heard this. Her, I'm not going to say her name on here, but she was the charge nurse at the time. And when I first started working at the nursing home, and 
we both remember this. So basically we put everybody to bed. It was a full moon. It was around this time of the year. And all of a sudden the radio in the hallway just starts blaring and it was unplugged. I was like, but in some radios they're battery operated too. So that's why we think it started playing, but it was out of nowhere. We like checked all the rooms. Everybody was still asleep. It just turned on. Peace out, Girl Scout. Yep. There has also been a time where one of the ladies that had really bad Alzheimer's got out of her bed and for some reason thought somebody was after her. And the building was just one big circle. And so she was literally running around in the, the circle like a couple times before she ran out of breath and was just like screaming down the hallway. Just running, screaming. We would catch up to her. We'd try to calm her down. Could not be me because I'd probably start running too because who the fuck are we running from? (laughs) Like, no. Well, we would try to calm her down, but it would only work for like 10 minutes and then she would forget our conversation and do it all over again. So, and there was also one time where there was one of my favorites. This will be the last nursing home story. One of my favorite girls that I took care of, she had twins when she was about our age and she like starts screaming all of a sudden in her room. And I was assigned to her that night. So I'm like, what the, like, I'm thinking she maybe rolled out of bed. You know, that happened pretty often. So I went in there to go see what was up. And she, when I tell you, she had her legs spread out. She was screaming. She was like pushing. And I was like, oh my God, like, what, what are you doing? I almost said her name just now. Let me, let me shut up. (laughs) I was like, what are you doing? What's wrong? And she was like, I'm having my twins. Like (laughs) she really thought she was having her twins again. And it was in reality, just a big turd, but you know, (laughs) that one wasn't really a horror story. It just kind of sounded like one before I entered the room. See, I could just, I, I could not work in a nursing home. I would, no. It was actually pretty fun. I'd be ready to leave, like, on day one. See, though, every day is a different day, and you never know what you're getting. And so As soon as somebody shits themselves, I'm quitting. <laughs> well, you know, you do it every day, multiple times a day, so you get used to it. Like, nope. I had seen the worst things. I had seen norovirus go around. I had seen bed bugs go around. I had seen somebody get like their skin scraped off by a wheelchair because when you're older, your skin is so thin and you bleed a lot easier too. But when I tell you like there was this one girl, all she did all day was wheel around in her wheelchair and she was pretty fast at it. Like she was athletic in her day. She couldn't talk, but man, she was moving. She had a baby doll on her lap. She would move around. (laughs) But I guess she went too fast past another girl. And when I tell you that girl's skin was just hanging off, you could see the motherfucking bone. No. Surprisingly, though, I never got queasy. I was always just like, damn. No. I see other people's, like, deep cuts. And it'll be, like, healing. And my stomach immediately turns. And I'm like, get the fuck out of my face. That wasn't the first time I'd seen a bone. If you... You can tell if a caregiver is doing their job right or not. Like, especially if somebody's bedridden, you have to turn them every two hours so that they don't get bed sores. Well, there was this one lady that just legitimately did not give a fuck. And nobody knew it at the time, but she wasn't turning her bedridden patients. And after she left, she gave me 
her patient for whatever and she would never like give me report and so she would just leave and so i would find find these things out on my own when i went and did my rounds and sure enough she was in the same spot for too long and i guess this had been going on for a while because i hadn't been assigned to this resident in a while and when i turned her i could see like her ankle bone bone yeah shit's wild i just couldn't because even watching gray's anatomy when they do close-up of surgeries i look away <laughs> i, I look think you're used to it i don't know like i know that shit's it's not even real but i'm gonna look away <laughs> yep all right one more story but this one is not about a nursing home this one actually goes out to my dear old friend hadley <laughs> once upon a time me and hadley were all we were all neighbors and this girl terrified the shit out of me <laughs> um we would frequently hang out and there was one time i was hanging out with her and it was like later at night and she wanted to hang out in her basement and there was like mirrors in her basement and couches and a tv and blah 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 well, there wasn't a lot of light down there from what I can remember. And I remember she was like, do you know who Bloody Mary is? And I was like, who? Like, I had no idea. And then she's like, okay, okay, okay. And so she's telling me the story of this woman. And I didn't believe it. I was like, nah, that shit ain't real. Shit I mean, Bloody Mary was a true person, though. Don't tell me that shit. <laughs> Did you know that? No. She was in our history books. Girl. I, I really God. to teach history when we're all older, because I didn't start giving a shit about things until I was like, now, you know, 20. Well, <laughs> I only knew that because like, I was just skimming the textbook in Miss Ruggieri's class one time. Uh -huh. And I found the whole story on her. And I was like, this bitch real? <laughs> Obviously not what you do, but she, yeah, she was a real person. Damn. Yeah. Well, so anyway, so Hadley's telling me the story about her, and I had never heard this before. I was flabbergasted. I was like, no fucking way. So she takes me over, and she sets these mirrors up in a circle, and then she has me and her sit in a circle. And I didn't know what I was getting myself into, all right? Like, I had no clue. And so she, like, would make me stand up, and she'd, like, say, she'd make, like, we'd hold hands, and we'd spin in a circle, and she'd be like, bloody Mary. Stop. I have a mirror in my room. <laughs> and like i don't know if it was just like the light was going out or if somebody upstairs was turning off the light or i don't remember how but i remember the lights kept like going off and so it would get pitch black and then we were in the middle of doing like this ritual or whatever the fuck it was and i was legitimately getting scared and um i don't remember but out of nowhere, I can't remember if it was her mom or dad, but they called her name. And so Hadley, like, immediately, like, mid-ritual, mid, she gets up and she runs upstairs to go see what her parents want. And then I'm left downstairs in the flat dark, surrounded by these mirrors. And I start thinking about it. And I was sitting here, you know, and I was looking around and I started getting scared. I was psyching myself out. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just started freaking out and, like, thinking about it too much. And I was terrified, ran upstairs. I could not. And to this day, I am so terrified of Bloody Mary. So terrified. So thank you, Hadley. 
<laughs> well. I never went in her basement again. Ever. <laughs> Damn. Great. Okay. This story, we're, we're titling it The Axe Murder House. Okay. The Axe Murder House is in, it's in Iowa. Okay, this is real. Okay. <laughs> Three of mine are real. Um, it's a well-known, like, tourist attraction for ghost hunters. Like, you can go and spend the night in this house. But, like, you know how they have houses like that? Mm-hmm. There's one in our area. Because I, I had friends who wanted me to go. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> but, so, yeah. It was a, it's an attraction for ghost hunters. Um, but it's the site of a gruesome, unsolved murder from 1912. Where six children and two adults had their skulls crushed in by an axe of an unknown perpetrator. Like, they don't, don't know who did it. Um, but there have been lots of, like, paranormal activity reported when people stay at this house. And people that's still there knowing what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Hell. Yeah. That's what I said. I said, why would you willingly fuck with something like that? And they, they fucked around and found out, okay? Let me tell you. <laughs> In November 2014, Robert Stephen Lorison Jr., he was on a visit with his friends, like, they were staying over, like, I'm pretty, yeah, it's still open to this day, just so you know. Um, anyways, they found him stabbed in the chest at 12.45 a.m. around the same time that the axe murders began. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he recovered from his injuries, but he will not speak on it publicly. And they said that his injuries were self-inflicted. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But he, he won't speak on it. Holy shit. But yeah, you the house is still open. I was right above us, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> Crickets. Whew, okay. Let's see here. Mine don't have titles. I wasn't that professional. Oh. <laughs> I just took stories off of Reddit. I th- I believe two of mine are made up and three of my stories are real. I think yeah, three of mine are real. I'm not sure about the last two. My last three are real. I know that. So this one was made up. A young boy is sleeping in his bed on a usual night. He hears footsteps outside his door and peeks out of his eyes to see what is happening. His door swings open quietly to reveal a murderer carrying the corpses of his parents. After silently propping them up on a chair, he writes something on the wall and the blood of the dead bodies. He then hides under the child's bed. The child is scared beyond belief. He can't read what the writing is on the wall, but he knows the man is under his bed. Like any child, he pretends that he's sleeping through the whole thing and hasn't woken up yet. He lays still as the bodies are just sitting there, and he's quietly hearing the breaths from under his bed. An hour passes, and his eyes are adjusting more and more to the darkness. He tries to make out the words, but it's a struggle. He gasps when he finally makes out the sentence, I know you're awake. Then he feels something shift underneath his bed. Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. Can you imagine? My question is, if you're fake sleeping in your bed, obviously the murderer who is now hiding under your bed is going to see you laying there. 
Right. So that makes sense to me. Like, duh, he knows you're there. Right. I, n- no. No. <laughs> nope. Pass. My next one's called The Haunted Doll. How many of you motherfuckers watch Frozen? Me. Let it go. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. So, this family bought a Disney Elsa doll in 2013. This was reported to the news. Y'all can Google it on your cellular device if you don't believe me. (laughs) Um, Anyways. So it was reported to the news that one day the doll like started like singing in Spanish. Now, mind you, there was not a Spanish setting like it was just English, but it started alternating between the two of them. And then one day it just like completely went all Spanish, but um, it would still sing and talk when the switch was turned off. So the family was, like, a little sketched after having it for a while. They're like, we're just going to throw it out because this bitch don't shut up. <laughs> and so they threw <laughs> um, they threw it away. And then weeks later, they found it inside a bench in their living room. The doll, like, yeah, they threw it away. And then weeks later, found it again. Okay? Oh, hell no. Yeah. And at this point, it's speaking complete Spanish. They're all like, fuck no. So they double bag this hoe and then place it <laughs> they place it <laughs> at the bottom of the garbage. And then the truck, like the garbage truck, it said it was supposed to come like, you know, it was gone, right? Mhm. Okay. Then the family went on a little trippy trip and when they came back, Elsa was fucking waiting for them in the oh, backyard. Hell no, that's some chucky shit and I'm not yep. in- I hate dolls. She was waiting for them. She was there. So <laughs> then double bagging me, bitch. <laughs> yeah. So then they were like freaked the fuck out because they were like, this hoe's been thrown away twice. And so they shipped it to a family friend in Minnesota. And oh, they friend. Yeah, but the family friend taped it to their vehicle and drove around. <laughs> That's all I know. You'll have to look up for further details. Lord. But I just thought that was sketch because Elsa, yes. what you doing? I don't fuck with dolls. Mm-mm. This is supposed to be Disney. Kid friendly. That's yeah, that's weird. Okay. A man goes to an old hotel. He gets his key from the receptionist and, te- and heads off to his room. As he walks down the hall to his room, he hears crying coming from behind one of the doors in the quarter. He stops at the door where the crying is coming from, and looks through the keyhole. A woman in black with wrinkled hands covered in liver spots and her face covered by a veil is sitting on a stool in the corner of the room, sobbing. The man asks if she needs help. She doesn't answer. He asks again, and the reply continues to be nothing but crying. The man decides that he's too tired to help and continues to his room. The next morning, as he's walking down the same hall to go to the receptionist, he hears the old woman again. He goes to her door and hears silence. He picks through the key I mean he peeks through the keyhole and sees nothing but red. The man gives up and goes to the receptionist to check out. As he is leaving, he mentions the crying woman in the room to the receptionist. The receptionist turned pale and says that the room is said to be haunted by an old woman. The man laughs it off and heads to the door, but then he stopped in his tracks when the receptionist says 
The ghost is an old woman with red eyes. <laughs> they need to shut that place down. Swear. So that means she was looking at him dead in the face when he peeked in the keyhole. No. I would shit my pants. I really, yeah. Yep. And that's why I don't trust hotels. I can't do it. I, no. The way I would flip the fuck out, like, I need a whole cleanse. <laughs> Where's the sage? <laughs> For real. Okay, my next one. This is a true story, and I have heard this in one of my podcasts. I don't remember which one. But, okay. yeah. Okay. So, Elisa Lamb, she was vacationing through the West Coast. And she was staying at a hotel. She'd been checking in with her family, you know, every day up until January 31st, 2013. They didn't hear shit from her. Why is your shit so recent? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, what do you want me to do? Pick stuff from 1900s? Yeah, so I know it's long gone. <laughs> mm. Anyways, so she was like vanished. Like there was no sign of her, no trace of her, no nothing. But then in February, um, the elevator surveillance shows that she was, like, behaving strange in the elevator. Like, she was talking with invisible people. Like, there was nobody else there. Um, she kept peering around the door, like, looking around the corner. But then she would, like, crouch in the corner of the elevator. And then she kept opening and closing the door. So, some pe there are multiple different theories on this. Some people think she's crazy, some people think paranormal, and some people think that she believes she was being followed or something. Yeah, because she was acting so strange in the elevator. Then there's no trace of her after that. Um, but the hotel guests reported that weird things were happening while they were staying in that hotel, like the same time that she was there and she went missing. The water, you would turn the water on for, like, the shower and the sink and everything, it would be black for the first couple of seconds, and then it would go normal. And I'm over here, like, nobody thought to report this, because I'm sorry, if I'm in a hotel and the water's black, I'm going to, like, at least mention it to the front desk to see if they know or if they're well, doing something. I'm mentioning it. I'm leaving a bad review. Right. In the health department. <laughs> yeah, because there was a guy who said the water tasted awful. Like, it was, like, a weird he taste. He said that's yeah, so Well, mind you, it wasn't black the entire time. It would be black when you first turned it on and then go normal. But he still thought it was okay to consume it. I'm not his mama. <laughs> but apparently so. <laughs> but, yeah, the water would be black when you first turned it on. There were multiple complaints about it. And then February 19th. A hotel employee climbed to the roof to check the water tanks because, you know, they were getting so many complaints that he went to check the water storage tank to see what was going on. Um, sorry, brain's loading. <laughs> they found her in that tank. She was found in that water tank decomposing and naked. And then they labeled her death as accidental. So they're That's saying that. Accidental. Right, yeah. So I guess she 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 must have climbed up in there herself. I've heard that the lid was really heavy, so it makes it really hard for her to do it herself. Yeah. So that man drank a corpse? 
But yeah, basically. I'm hung up on this man. But so they ruled it accidental. But then I guess there was another like murderer around the same time. This wasn't in this ar- article, but I remember that from my podcast because there are multiple different theories. Um, there's also a Netflix documentary that you can watch about this. It's like crime scene, the vanishing at the uh, something something hotel. So if if you're interested, if you want more details, because I'm not going all the way into details, <laughs> you can watch the documentary or like Google it. Crazy. But yeah, she was found in the storage tank. I've heard from so many different people that work in hotels that, that there's so much death that goes on there. And then like, as soon as they check out and clean it up, there's just somebody that replaces the bed. Like what? Like you're sleeping on a spot where somebody just died. Yeah, that is sketch. There was a hunter in the woods who, after a long day hunting, was in the middle of an immense forest. It was getting dark and having lost his bearings, he decided to head in one direction until he was clear of the increasingly oppressive foliage. After what seemed like hours, he came across a cabin in a small clearing. Realizing how dark it had grown, he decided to see if he could stay there for the night. He approached and found the door open. Nobody was inside, so the hunter flopped down on the single bed, deciding to explain himself to the owner in the morning. As he looked around, he was surprised to see the walls adorned by many portraits, all painted in incredible detail. Without exception, they appeared to be staring down at him, their features twisted into looks of hatred. Staring back, he grew increasingly uncomfortable. Making a a concerted effort to ignore the many hateful faces, he turned to face the wall, and exhausted, he fell into a restless sleep. Face down in an unfamiliar bed, he turned blinking in unexpected sunlight. Looking up, he discovered that the cabin had no portraits, just windows. (laughs) Can you fucking imagine? This is the had me shaking in my boots. <laughs> that stressed me out. Bro, can you imagine this entire time you're thinking that all these people are just like weird ass portraits and then you wake up and those were fucking windows that, ooh, like I just got goosebumps saying that out loud. Can you imagine sleeping there? Yeah, because that's like my actual fear of like somebody Literally. being in the window. Literally, and to have all those windows and each window has like a creepy ass face just staring at you, watching you sleep. But I would shit my pants. Like <laughs> once again, you better bring out that sage. I have goosebumps. <laughs> she said goosebumps. I can't deal. I can't deal. That's when I told Eli to close the curtains because I was like, I refuse to look in that window right now. We don't have blinds. People can stare right in here. Sometimes I walk around the house with no pants on because I hate wearing jeans now. Thanks to you. They're just uncomfortable as hell to me now. And so I'll walk around in my underwear, but we don't have blinds. So when the curtains are open, I'm just like, low key, if anybody wanted to, they could just look in and see this right now. But I just like don't care. And so I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, we need to get fucking blinds because (laughs) now I have two reasons. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, terrifying. All right. My last two, it's, like, written, they're super short written, but it's, like, exactly what these people typed. Okay, so it's not my story. Okay. Okay, it says, my great aunt was buried alive in her 20s. The casket was brought up when the cemetery had to be relocated. 
carried a lot. Yes, but they didn't know that at first. Keep in mind, the casket was brought up when the cemetery had to be relocated. Inside the casket, the, the casket had broken and she was upside down. There were claw marks everywhere inside the casket. How do you do that? Yeah, I don't know. They take the organs out and shit before they place them in a casket. They well, had to have known that well, there was it was his great aunt, so there's no telling how old this was. Because she, I don't know when he posted this, and she was in her twenties at the time too. So I'm sure we've developed over the years. <laughs> We have an advancements now to tell. Yeah. I don't know. Because there's always the possibility of somebody like, you know, somebody doing it to her. When I read that, I was like, no fucking way. (laughs) All right. This one's a bit longer. Let me catch my breath here. (gasps) (laughs) Me as fuck. About two years ago, I was driving home from a family reunion pretty late at night, and the drive was about two hours. I didn't stay the night because I had to be back for the work the following day. Most of the drive was on roads with dense bushes and trees on either side, the real creepy ones you see in a lot of movies. Anyway, I had been driving about 45 minutes, and I was starting to get really tired. You know how sometimes you just suddenly become really tired out of nowhere? LOL, that was me earlier. (laughs) Well... That happened to me. I knew I wasn't going to last, but I didn't come across any place that I felt I could park and safely sleep. After it became clear to me that I wasn't going to find a place to pull up and my tiredness wasn't going away, I did something very questionable. I pulled over to the side of the road onto the grass behind some bushes to try and hide my car from anybody else who was going to come past it. The roads weren't empty. I came across another car every few minutes or so, so I thought it'd be okay. I made a mental note that the time was 11.22 and then fell asleep. Sometime later, I was woken up by a scratching sound. I looked at the clock. It was 11.50. The sound stopped after a few seconds, and because I was still extremely tired, I didn't bother looking around and simply went back to sleep. I was later woken up by the same sound, and it was now 12.40. This time, it really freaked me out because the sound didn't stop. The thought ran across my mind that it was just an animal inspecting the car, but why would it return almost an hour after it had left the previous time? I looked in my rearview mirror and just managed to catch a glimpse of something running away into the forest. Now, at the time, I thought it was the damn hook killer. You know, the one that scratched that couple's car and then slaughtered the guy when he got out to investigate? That one. So I said, fuck that. I got the hell out of there. There was... A bend no more than a hundred yards up the road, and as I came around it, there was a fucking car parked off to the side of the road with the driver's side door open. I slowly looked down just to see if anyone was in there. There wasn't. Then I looked in my rearview mirror, didn't see anything, and then all of a sudden, this guy comes sprinting around the corner and starts screaming at me, shouting stuff like, Hey, hey you, get the fuck out of your car now. I noped the fuck out of there and sped off. I never saw the guy again. But moral of the story, don't sleep on the side of a deserted road. So basically, sketchy as hell. Yeah, and this one was a true story. So basically, a car right up the road from him did get snatched by this killer. And he was next. Can you imagine somebody being killed just a mile up the road from you? 
No, because I don't like to think that this stuff is real. <laughs> hey, listen. I listen to it, but I, yeah. Insane. I don't pair it with real life. Because I don't want to. <laughs> it's hard out here. Pass again. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is my last one. It's another short one. It said, my aunt... Damn, both these were an aunt. Okay, anyway, sorry. <laughs> my aunt was on a flight with the killer Luca Magnota. I probably said his name wrong, so shut up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> sorry, I'm a little tired. <sighs> Who sent body pieces of his victims to members of the parliament. He was apparently throwing up chunks of human during the flight. This was his escape flight out of the country. He was later arrested in Europe. But That's like sick. Yeah. Cause you were his aunt was on a flight and he was throwing up parts and he was sending pieces. It's disgusting. That That's is Jeffrey Dahmer shit right there. That was my thought when I read it. That's gross. I was like, bro, what the fuck? Imagine like getting a package at the doorstep and it's a fucking like toenail or like an ear. If it was a toenail, I would be like, is the Amazon driver's foot okay? (laughs) Like, I wouldn't even put that together right away. (laughs) You said it's gotta be flesh. (laughs) Like, sir? I think you forgot something. (laughs) (laughs) Lord. Alright, last story. I had awesome parents who let me sleep in the living room on weekend nights when I was very young because my sister was a light sleeper and I could stay up till dawn. But of course, I always end up sleeping on the couch because Nick at night made me tired. So one night I woke up to this prickly feeling, like an instinct, just bolted into a sitting position and stared out the front window. We lived in Georgia, so you can imagine the magnitude of trees. In perfect light cast from the moon, I see a silhouette of someone in this fucking tree. The family dog dashes to the window and is snaring into the glass. Terrified, I run into my parents' room and try to explain to my parents that there's a strange person outside. Dad grabs grabs something defensive and darts outside with the dogs to beat the wax off the hothead. I tremble in mom's arms until dad comes home and says he saw no one and to go to bed. I decide to sleep in my regular room that night. I fill in my sister as to what happened, and then dad is making regular rounds in the house with a cup of coffee. We're all still, and I finally think, oh, I can sleep. Nope, I notice the man outside my window now. From what I can see in the moonlight, he gives me a shush signal and runs away. Just turns around to run a straight line away. I swear I couldn't stop crying for what felt like hours. Oh my god. The way I would be shaking in my boots. I can't deal. What are, no. what are you doing looking through windows? I'm like about to sew mine shut. Or not sew them. <laughs> sew my windows. This is going to give me nightmares. I swear. I swear. And just imagine, I was reading all these at like midnight. I need to turn on friends. <laughs> It, yeah, it's about time for some SpongeBob. Yeah. Because what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. It's so insane. All right, let's move into the unpopular opinion. Okay, let's do that.
The movie Halloween Town was better when we were kids. Yeah. It's facts. Sweet truth. Yeah. I'm starting to learn a lot of things were better. Yep. When, when I rewatch it now, I'm like, that's so cringe. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's for majority of the shows. That's why I had to stop rewatching them as an adult because it was ruining my memory. Right. Because I was like, what the fuck? Like, iCarly, that was my shit back in the day. I rewatched it. I was like, Nah. Nope. nope. <laughs> Alright, that's it for this episode. We will talk to you guys next week. Okay, bye.